It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. An update on the Kennewick City Council search. And at a time where budgets are tightening at the local school district level, which begs the question, what or whom to cut? And who said the last word resided with the Supreme Court? But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Welcome to the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA on a boring Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so listen to the rest of our show. <laughs> That's right. Boy, nothing happened today to set the world on oh, fire, did well, it? There was that, I guess. Rob Francis said Dawson five four seven one six ten. If you want to get involved in the program, also via email at bottom line or at, at kona dot com six ten kona dot com, and on Twitter at bottom line six ten. Um, you know, this morning, right around 8 o'clock our time, and I will say this, uh, Robert Mueller is definitely more punctual than most politicians. Yeah. Uh, he was pre- he was out there delivering his remarks at 8 o'clock our time. Mm-hmm. And if you have... He went up- about as long as, as they he that people thought he would. Yep. About- he didn't take any questions, just little, like yep, little bit everybody le- thought. A little bit less than 10 minutes. Um if you did not have the opportunity to hear it live here on News Radio 610 KONA, uh, we'll give you a kind of a rundown of what Robert Mueller said, what Robert Mueller didn't say, and the fact that it may have been one of the worst days for Donald Trump during his presidency. Was it? I think in one way it was because Robert Mueller hedged enough of things in what he said that this is not going to go away for the rest of his presidency, at least his first term. Mueller, in his comments... Uh, and you and anybody that's been following social media or maybe catching some other things uh, over the course of the day, there have been a number of comparisons that have been made, as there have been throughout this, with Ken Starr. There's one fundamental thing to remember that is different about Robert Mueller's investigation and Ken Starr's investigation. Ken Starr was appointed under a law that was enacted in 1978, and it was sunsetted for the year 1999, okay? After Watergate, it was felt that there was a a, a need to have a, not a fourth branch, but there was a need to have the opportunity to go outside of government to be able to investigate any potential wrongdoings, whether it be by the president or by another significant figure in government, and they created the Independent Council. A bit of an oversight committee, if you will. Ken Starr was 
appointed as an independent counsel, not by a government body, but by a panel of judges who were whose job it was to appoint someone in case an independent counsel situation came into play. Okay. So Ken Starr wasn't appointed by the DOJ. He was appointed by a couple of judges. Mm-hmm. Robert Mueller, as a special investigator, was appointed by the government, meaning that his framework was a little bit different than Ken Starr's to work under. True. That being said, their jobs were very similar, and that was to find out if any wrongdoing occurred within the parameters of what they were given. Now, what we came to find out and why they allowed the independent counsel law to sunset and not renew it in 1999 was the independent counsel could pretty much expand his scope wherever he wanted to go, which is why it resulted in 2,900 days. I'm sorry, 290-some days. It seemed like 2,900 days. Yeah, it seemed like 2,900 days, but it was 290. It was almost a full year um, that Ken Starr was investigating Bill Clinton. Robert Mueller went for a significant period of time. When it was all said and done and his report was released, there was no evidence of any Americans participating actively in collusion with the Russian government. And he pretty much echoed that today. Mm -hmm. There was no collusion. There was no evidence to show that any Americans on either side of the coin had engaged in collusion with the Russian government to influence the elections. That's that part. The president's jumping up and down saying, see, I told you no collusion, no collusion, no collusion, where he regained his favorability among the left. And maybe in the process, even damaged his own reputation, then came forward and said, well, we didn't charge the president with obstruction because it's not that we found him necessarily innocent, but because of this guidance from the Department of Justice that exists, that you that it's not constitutional to charge a sitting president with a crime. And it's also not constitutional to seal the findings until after the president is out of office. There was one thing that he did leave out of that, though, and that was what are the statute of limitations on obstruction? If he did find that Trump obstructed justice... And the statute of limitations is, say, three or four years. There would be nothing saying that in three or four years, if the president was not reelected, that those charges of obstruction of justice could not be brought forward. That was unclear. Yes, he did. He kind of didn't even go down that road as far as as statute of limitations on terms of obstruction. That raises the question to me of if you knew you had a crime here and it was a crime that you could prosecute, that should have been something that 
was detailed in his report was the statute of limitations. Five four seven one six ten five oh nine five four seven one six ten. If you'd like to join the discussion, give us your thoughts on uh, Mueller, Robert Mueller, uh, speaking for uh, eight to ten minutes in that ballpark, uh, pretty succinctly. I, I think that I think what and you laid it out nicely. What a lot of people are confusing about this whole thing especially punctuated by today's remarks, is, again, it goes to how divided we are and how tribal we've become in this country. You know, you either win or you lose, you're for him, against him, with us, against us, all that kind of nonsense. The reason why Mueller was put in charge was to see if there was any collusion with uh, with Russia, that he he made it very clear that Russia, for for the most part, acted on their own because they wanted Trump to win. Okay, that's that are that that discussion's a whole other subject as to yeah, why or they wanted Hillary to lose one of the two, right, or both. You know, whatever they wanted they wanted to influence the election. In the U.S., Trump cleared of those. That's why you keep hearing the president bang that drum of no collusion. That's correct. They didn't find anything really to deal with any kind of collusion. If the president had not tried to make this investigation go away, we wouldn't even be talking about any of this. But he tried to make it go away. And just because Robert Mueller couldn't do anything about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. You know, there's there's a, you know me, I'm in the gray area. Here's a, here's a gray area fact for you. Was the president guilty or was he innocent? You can't compare the two. You're either guilty or not guilty. That's that's how the, the judicial system works. You're either guilty or not guilty. There is no innocence. Was he guilty of a crime? Well, Mueller, by listening to his words, you seem to think that, yeah, he probably was. So when the president or anybody else says, oh, he's innocent. No, that's never once has anybody used is in associated with this report and investigation used the word innocent. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Chuck from West Richland. Hi, Chuck. What's on your mind? not pointing out about the report, and they're doing it because most people haven't read the report. And what Mr. Mueller said today about um, they couldn't with any confidence find that um, that that he was uh, innocent of of charges and that he didn't commit a crime. Actually, that isn't the job in the United States justice system for us to find someone didn't commit a crime. It's to either charge them or not. But what he did say is the body of his work was chosen with very careful words, and it is all in that report. And that report says 
there were no crimes. And the fact that he could or couldn't charge the president wouldn't matter. Ken Starr was working under the exact same protocol from the Department of Justice, and he filed 13 charges against a sitting president. If there was a crime, they could have charged it. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. I don't know if that was the conclusion, though. Well, see, and the, but this is the other thing, and and Starr wasn't working under the same conditions because right. he, he wasn't working for the Department of Justice. He was an independent counsel appointed by judges. His job was to find if there was a crime. That's absolutely correct. And he did say multiple times in his report that President Clinton was guilty of a number of things, in his opinion. Yes. The impeachment proceeding went through. Clinton was impeached, but he wasn't removed from office. We saw how that turned out for the Republicans in the next election. Well, we'll talk about that because that could be the next step. Um, and Mueller alluded to it that it's really Congress's next move. Five four seven one six ten. back with more after this. Now back to the bottom line, presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Welcome back to the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. Wednesday afternoon. Talking about the Robert Mueller press conference from this morning. It's also our poll question today at Bottom Line 610. Which of these do you think will be the lasting impression from Robert Mueller's report and presser this morning? We've got a couple options for you at Bottom Line 610, at 610 KNA Radio. You can answer the poll question there. Be interested in hearing what everybody had to think. Much like this caller. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KNA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, guys, it's Chris from Richland. What's up, man? Hey, so I've got a little bit of an opinion here of what I think might be going on. I think that when this investigation kicked off, that they, on the other side, thought it was going to be a slam dunk that this guy, this president we have, is such a reprobate that they were going to dig up so much trash so fast that the real reason for the investigation was going to get blurred or uh, it would kind of just go to the wayside. Now they find themselves in a position they weren't expecting to be in, and they don't exactly know how to get out of it and save face at the same time. Therefore, Robert Mueller comes in, gives his little speech, and then closes the game board and says, nothing else is going to be said from here on out because we said everything. We put it in a secret code inside the report. Kind of like, what was that movie? Was it National Treasure or something like that where there was some kind of a secret code that they had to break. Well, I think that's what this is all about. They're going to continue this. They're just going to continue this. They're going to find a reason to continue this, and they're not going to get anything done. It's going to be a battle for President Trump to get anything done in the next couple of years. That's just my opinion. Appreciate Thanks for the call, call, Chris. There's no question that it was going to be expected. It, it was going to be hard for him to get anything done anyway with with the opposition in the House. But well, you're look, absolutely he's, he's, right. He's had to. He's he has faced one thing after another. And whether you like the man or not, we've never be- seen a we've never seen a president in history well, it, face it, this it just, type of opposition. It just keeps coming in waves. So even if Robert Mueller would have said, which he didn't. Even if Robert Mueller would have said, 
look, case closed, let's move on. Uh, you know, that's what a lot of people wanted him to say. But he couldn't say that because even though the president was not connected to any of the collusion uh, with Russia, he did apparently take steps to circumvent the investigation. Not enough to bring charges because you can't, the, his office could not charge a sitting president, the DOJ. So <laughs> I just, I, I, I find it amusing, but it, it is going to go on for a while longer. Yeah. We've got an email from Frankie Kennewick. He said the one thing not pointed out is that in several of the current convictions, Manafort, Flynn, et cetera, listed in the convictions is a unindicted co-conspirator, number one. Trump is number one in those indictments. LOL. Way too crazy. Thanks, guys. It's implied that Trump is yeah. number one. It's been believed and others have taken yeah. and run that he is that. But if Mueller had proof that he was that number one unindicted co-conspirator, he would have been named. And he would have had to have been charged. Right. The other which thing they can't do right. under law. The other thing is that Flynn wasn't convicted. Flynn pled. Yeah, and Flynn, true. And Flynn still hasn't been sentenced because there have been serious questions about his testimony in front of the FBI that he may have been coerced by the FBI and his sentencing's completely up in the air. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, Sparky again. Sorry about the volume yesterday. No worries, Sparky. What's on your mind? Hey, I listened to his whole speech, and the one thing he did say is innocent until proven guilty, which is the rule of law, and I and I believe in that. And I kept hearing that, oh, he's partisan, he's partisan. I, I kind of got a little bit of respect for the guy. He he wasn't like a, a, a Vade or that, that lawyer that's always in front of the cameras. He kept quiet through this whole two years which I think it went way too long and way too much money. But uh, just like, look look what they did. I had a disagreement with a, a different uh, talk show host. I can't say who it is. But look what they, look what they did to uh, Joe Paterno, the court of public opinion. Uh, they literally destroyed him and that family. But I never, And I never did really hear whether he knew what Sandusky was doing. So uh, I, th- I, th- I think that uh, we need to... But he said. But Mueller said. He said uh, he was not. If he had to testify, he was not going to go any further than what's in the report. Period. And and he and he's he's closed it out. So anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for the Appreciate call, Sparky. It. Let's take a couple things from from that right there. Number one, don't get me started on Joe Pa. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just, just don't get me started down that road because all the things that the NCAA did that got thrown out and overturned is all you need to know about what Joe Pa knew and didn't know. Number two, um, there was some there were some other very compelling things that Mueller said today regarding his office and what he was and wasn't going to do because if he doesn't testify in front of Congress, he will be the first investigator of his kind to not testify in front of Congress after his report had ended. So we'll discuss that as well as what it meant when Robert Mueller started out his press conference, and I think it was the second or third sentence that came out of his mouth uh, before what Sparky said, innocent until proven guilty, Mueller basically talked about his future and we'll see how much of what he outlaid about his future could potentially impact the president. 
back with more after this. Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at bottomline610. Now, back to the show. Presented by McCarry Meets in Basin City. 547 509-547-1610, or you can email us by going to our website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and fill out the form. Send us your question or your comment. We're talking about Robert Mueller Speaks. That's the headline, right? He speaks. Spoke for about 8, 9, 10 minutes in that ballpark. Um, turned around. Didn't take any questions from the media. Nobody thought he would actually. Well, it was a little unusual, though, too, that he did not because he did not allow anyone to ask questions of him and his assertions during his press conference. He wants his report to speak for itself, literally and figuratively. So when then he, he said have had a press conference, well, fair enough. OK, Um Fair enough. But I think he was pretty clear. Whether you like him, dislike him, respect him, don't respect him, I took I took this out, out of it. That for better or for worse, there are there it, from what his perspective was, he clearly disagreed with the take of A. G. Barr. He said that and he alluded to and chose his words carefully that although there wasn't any signs of any collusion between Trump and Russia there were signs of improper behavior when it came to the investigation itself and everybody's getting all muddied over guilty or innocent that's a layman's term. Innocence, the whole innocent until proven guilty thing, that's a layman's term. That's not a legal term. Remember, he is in the legal world, the law enforcement and legal world. He said that he could not give Trump the label of being innocent. It's not his job. It's, it's his... not his job. Correct. That's one point. But by saying that and just taking all the pieces together, the other thing that I took out of this, aside from pointing a finger at A.G. Barr, was that he found and his office found something or a couple of things, but came up short in recommending charges be made. Now, it could be for one of two reasons. One, and we've mentioned this in the last segment, that you cannot charge a sitting president. The, he did not have the power to charge a sitting president. Like, Based on the guidance from DOJ. That's right. Because, again, it was a DOJ investigation. It was a DOJ uh, special counsel recommendation different from the Clinton situation. Okay. Or he had evidence, but it didn't rise to the level that he thought he could get a conviction or even charge the president, whether he was able to or not. There was maybe some circumstantial evidence, but not enough to charge. How many times in 
regular legal settings, do you have a situation where, whether it's a prosecutor or or how or, or whomever, looks at the evidence, says, yeah, I think so-and-so should be charged with a crime. We've got some stuff here. We've got some testimony. It's not really reliable, but I, th- I think, well, you can't, I think, in the legal world, you have to have, you have to have evidence. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. A couple of things with, with what Mueller said today and why I, I don't necessarily agree with those that said he, he came out of this looking well. I think he came out of this with, with a hit to his reputation. One, he said he was closing the special counsel's office and he was resigning from the Department of Justice and yes. he was going to return to private life. He said that within the first two minutes. Mm-hmm. Those indications and what you are stating to the public is your investigation is over. You have done all you can do. There is nothing left for you to investigate, and therefore you are shutting it down. He goes on in his press conference to allude that maybe there was more there. Now, if you allude that there was more there, that you say, and as we've mentioned a couple times, that you couldn't come to the conclusion that he was innocent, you're alluding to the fact that there may be something that smells rotten, but you can't find any evidence to do that. Or enough evidence. Or enough evidence to do that. That would mean that either you find guilt or you do not find guilt. Not we couldn't find him innocent. Or you don't end your investigation and you continue to look until you have exhausted every option and come to the conclusion that the individual is not guilty. Not this half-hammed might be, might not be conclusion. That's that's the first point out of it, it that, I, that I drew that bothered can, me. Can I, can I just offer something really quick? It could be an indication, a, a signal, that you might want to think about charging this man once he's no longer president and doesn't have the protections. Which, at the same point in time, he found no evidence that would come to a guilty conclusion. So you did he say that he said he, he said, did he did not say that he found anything that would prove him guilty. So if you you once again this now, is did he this say is that? the heavy now, part. Now, now here's the thing: he chooses his words very carefully. You, you're right. He but said that he couldn't find him innocent. He also didn't say he found him guilty because no. in, in his he report he likes to play games with words. He sure you know likes, does like to play games with words. In his report, he found no guilt. So he didn't read his entire report today, obviously. Well, no. He, he he hedged it down. But he also didn't find enough to be able to conclude that any crime was committed. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? It's Jared from Kennewick. Hi, Jared. What's up? Um, so... Uh... He used his words really carefully in the report, too, because he didn't have enough substantial evidence to recommend that the Department of Justice bring up charges. I think that's kind of how it was worded. 
Mm-hmm. The Department of Justice brings up the charges. Right. So I think I think that's pretty much how he worded it to to the attorney general that he didn't have enough evidence to recommend charges. Appreciate the call. Thank yeah. you so much. Five four seven one six ten is the number. You had a second point. I didn't want to derail. But, that. but 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 again, he's saying I don't have the evidence that would withstand a court case. We don't have enough here to prove without a reasonable doubt that there is guilt on the part of this individual. Okay, so where do you think he was going with that then? Pointing to Congress and going, well, I didn't, might not have given it to you in the report, but I'm giving it to you now, <laughs> that I didn't find enough that I thought he was innocent. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, have fun. I'm retiring and going, yeah. going on to a beach somewhere. Basically, by that statement alone, he said this is going to go on until the election, if not past the election. All right. So that 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 was, I thought, kind of cowardly of of him to turn around and pick and choose the certain points out of his report that he wanted to address, even though the report has been addressed quite a bit over the last couple of weeks by the Attorney General, who, by the way, did testify in front of Congress and has answered multiple questions by multiple reporters over the course of the last couple of weeks about the findings of the report. Robert Mueller is refusing to do both of those. So tell me this. Is he really worthy of that respect if he will not answer questions from Congress and he will not take questions at a press conference regarding the things that he says? To me, it's one of the hugest strokes of arrogance that someone can turn around and put across, that I am, unlike the attorney general, I won't sit in front of Congress. Now, granted, the power of subpoena still exists, but... I'm also not going to answer any questions because I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. And you notice one question was attempted to be asked at the end of the press conference. One. And the individual got shut down. But usually when a press conference is done, you hear reporters like jackals firing questions. It was silent until one reporter offered a question forward. Well, to that end, I think that... The culture now is that nobody's going to, you know, nobody's going to want to answer questions because you don't have to. Used to be that you would, as a courtesy, that courtesy's all gone out the window. And I'm not blaming the Trump administration for that or anything. But, you know, it's we're 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 in a different world right now. You're talking about a favorable set of circumstances for Mueller going to testify in front of Congress who are going to treat him with kid gloves. Not everyone in Congress. Let me let me uh, take these calls. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Dave from Kenwick. What's up, Dave? I think Mueller is a coward. And this is the reason why I'm making the statement. He doesn't want to answer one single question. And that question is, I believe, when did you know there was no collusion? That was roughly about six months into the investigation. Then they're going to want to know, why did you keep going? And I think it's because they couldn't find what they wanted, so they kept digging until they could find something that they wanted. 
That's my opinion. Fair enough. Appreciate Thanks the, for the call. call, Dave. Here's a, here's another angle to that, and I don't know if there's any merit to this or not. I'll just toss it out there. Um, I don't think he. Now, I I don't think he should have to answer any questions from the media. That's me. Then don't hold a news conference. I get that. I get that. He should not have had held a news conference because you open up that that possibility. Um, what he did today is consistent with what he's done all along. He's never, in my view, never grandstanded. He's gone about his job, whether you agree with it or not. I mean, he wasn't. He hasn't holding. spoke publicly. Bingo. It's not his job to speak publicly. His job is to gather information and write up a report and let the DOJ and the Attorney General do with it what they want. Yet he now, decided to do that differently today. He did. He did well because he was announcing his retirement. I'm not defending him, but look, here's could it be that his snarkiness came because he felt that Trump and or the Trump administration tried to derail his work and he can't do anything about it. That's why he dropped a bomb and left the room. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Okay. Give us a call back. Got to take a time out here. One more thing here, though. And that is Robert Mueller didn't call this press conference without knowledge. A.G. Barr knew and was given a heads up on what his remarks were going to be. Yeah. So he knew, DOJ knew, it wasn't like Mueller called this press conference on the front steps of a ranch in Montana. That would have been something. More after this. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by McCary Meets in Basin City. This is the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610, 509-547-1610. Ed Dawson, Rob Francis, talking about the uh, Mueller, not really news conference, I guess, his retirement yeah. announcement. <laughs> yeah. And he did definitely do that. But before we jump back into that, I uh, want to let you know that uh, not too long ago, got my wife a, a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. She was very happy with it. She wanted it. And it matters who you do business with in certain things, like insurance. Okay, Because if you pick the wrong insurance company, you make a swap like that, you could wind up paying infinitely more money. I work with American Family Insurance, Jason Hogan, Road 68 in Pasco. It only went up seven bucks. That was it, seven bucks. I can't guarantee it's going to happen to everybody, but what do you have to lose by calling Jason Hogue Agency with American Family Insurance, 547-0540. Let Jason know what you have. Let him run some numbers for you and see if you can wind up being in the same situation I was a year and a half ago where I saved a bunch of money by going to a broker right up front instead of going through a brokerage or an agency that went out and matched up a bunch of numbers. Deal direct. It's one of the easiest ways to make sure you're getting treated up front. JasonHogue.com, Jason Hogue Agency with American Family Insurance on Road 68 in Pasco. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? All right. Try us back. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello. You're up. Yeah, this is Bill from East of Pasco, and I'm, I've, I've been following this pretty close, and 
I remember clear back when President Obama uh, drew a whole bunch of Russians out of the United States. And about two months later, he indicted a whole bunch of Russians. I don't know if they're the same ones, but I kind of think they were. So he knew that they'd be gone forever. So the other, you know, other thing, Mueller hired some of the toughest prosecutors in the country, and almost every one of them, I think every one of them was a Democrat, and some of them were associated close, closely with Hillary, and they still couldn't come up with anything. So he went back to the Congress or to the news media and basically to the Congress and saying, well, I, I think I left enough droppings in that report, 400 and some pages, when normally they're just a couple pages, you know, and he basically was saying, you know, you go right ahead and keep this going for another two years. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just so disappointed with the flim-flam that's going on, and everybody's, you know, half the people in the country are falling for it. You know, it's, it's just unbelievable. Thanks for the call, Bill. We appreciate it. Got a call from Michael listening in Kennewick. Said, email. Or an email, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, a verbal call. Yeah. Or a text call. I don't understand. With all this talk and threats of impeachment going on, can anyone tell me exactly what it is the president has supposedly done to even consider impeachment? All I hear are words that describe offenses that could lead to impeachment, but nothing specific that he did or didn't do. What's up with that? Well, Michael, here's the deal. This is what the left believes that the president has done. Everything under the sun, for the most part. They were trying to impeach him on looking sideways when he first got into office. Now, with the Mueller report, they were alluding and alleging that he colluded with Russia in order to get elected. Well, they found no proof of that at all. And and that is as fair a statement as you can make. There was no collusion with Russia found at all. Then they moved down the line to obstruction of justice. And that is where there are some potential questions that Mueller couldn't answer as to whether he did or did not obstruct justice during the Mueller investigation. That's where the left is going now with the impeachment threats is potential obstruction of justice a la Bill Clinton. Let's go quickly. We'll squeeze in one more call before the hour's up. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? All right, All right give us a call well. back, 547 I want to remind you our poll question for today. Which of these do you think will be the lasting impression from Robert Mueller's report and presser this morning? At Bottom Line 610, at 610K1A Radio, uh, the results of our poll question from yesterday, Ed? Yeah. The uh, World Health Organization added burnout to its list of official medical diagnoses. Right. Do you believe burnout is a medical condition? 67% said no. Two-thirds says no, it's yep. not. 33% said yes. Mm-hmm. So 67% think the World Health Organization is just looking for more prescriptions to be written. Well, there's that. Yeah. It's a legitimate point. <laughs> no, I know it is. You're burned out. Here, take this. Yep. Yep. Well, that's another topic for another day. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two is on the way. If you want to be a part of it, simple. Just go uh, write this number down, 547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment.